Welcome back to Fit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Happy New Year, Rob. Happy New Year, Satine. How's it going? 2000. We are in the year 2018 of our Lord Jesus yeah. Christ, the our year Savior. Of, Amen. The year of our Lord? <laughs> yeah. 2018? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. So they always say year of our Lord as if like New Year's New Year's Day is his birthday. Yes. When isn't like that's what Christmas is supposed to be. Although Christmas is his birthday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although we all know that Christmas is the day we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Santa Claus. Yes. You lost me. Yeah, you you that's lost all, me. That's all true. He you lost me a little bit during the sort of almost like prayer recitation. <laughs> Because uh, I am a uh, godless heathen. Oh, our Lord and Savior. No one. Ganondorf? <laughs> it's like, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> no one. Guggenheim <laughs> Museum. <laughs> like, Albert Einstein. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I'm, a, I'm a believer in science. Yeah, me too. I do believe in spirituality also, though. I mean, I believe that there's like a force. Not like a Star Wars force, but... Not the force not with a capital the force. F. <laughs> yeah, but a force that connects us all. But I don't know what it is. It could just be ener- magnetic energy. I don't know what it is, but I do believe that there's something there. All right, then. This way we'll have like that innate sense when you think of something and it happens. Like It could just be just because. But... I always say I'm agnostic on a good day, atheist on a bad day. Like, Is it a good day or a bad day? Uh, today is, it's in the middle. Huh. Today was kind of weird. Did you work today? Oh yeah, you did. I did. I went back to work today. Congratulations. Thank you. New year, uh... Same job. Same Rob. Same Rob job. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm trying to be the best damn me I can be. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not a believer fully in, you know, like big old resolutions all that much. Um... But, um, you know, just trying to just generally step up my shit. I've kind of sucked. This is not a New Year's resolution. This is just like, I'm turning 35 this year. And like... It's the worst. Trust and, me. And like so far, I don't know. So I feel like, you it's know... awful. I feel like <laughs> professionally and like, you know, in a lot of ways, like I've, I've been doing really well in my 30s. But like in many other ways, I'm just sort of eroding and disappearing. And so I need and to like... hair grows out of weird places oh my oh that's been happening for years and years and years <laughs> and by the way it's my uh y- yesterday um todd it was yesterday two days ago we were going to a new year's eve party and um todd stopped me and he was like oh there's something in your in your in your facial hair oh no and i was like and he started like pulling at like my mustache and i was like dude that's a gray hair and he was like no no no, it's like a piece of like silver there's like a like a some sort of glitter like or a, a foil like a fleck or something in there and i was like from the christmas tree that is an attached white hair or silver hair that is very shiny wow and, and he was just like oh my god you have one mustache hair and it's totally catching the light so i have one gray or silver mustache hair it's like a shiny fagella you it know is. you know, okay so i have a funny story so i used to when i went to uc santa barbara i also did classes at nighttime at um the city college for the cosmetology academy mm. and that's where i got my esthetician i did i never got my license but i did all the hours and then i was like i don't want to use this but it was fun to learn anyhow you have to wax people. Like, it is a full service salon that you work at after you do the practical stuff. Did you have to do anything terrible, like a sack and crack? Well, no, but there was this one woman with, like, 42 chins, and I had to wax her 42 chins, and I didn't know how did to want, wax. Did she want all 42 of them waxed? Yeah, but the, here's the thing. 
She She's like, please wax only the chins that are not like prime numbers. In the menopause stage of her life where she's just growing hair like a oh. beard. And but they're not like men's beard hair. It's more like this thick, clear, and I kept calling it Fagella, because it reminded me of like science class <laughs> and every time i wasn't that good at it by the way and i would like rip the wax off and like little pe- patches of blood would form but her hair was so thick like it, obviously like that the hair being pulled out of her face would like create bloody little patches i feel very i think very spoiled and that you know i can say i've only been waxed once Ooh. and um i did not care much for it but um it was funny because i i had my back done or my my shoulders and um well i'm sure back or shoulders does not look like job of the huts but <laughs> no i mean it's not too bad i mean although like right in between my my shoulder blades has got, got a nice little patch there and some wings uh but like <laughs> i when she first did the the initial tear i was just like ooh, you know like did that that sharp inhale through your teeth but did they apply pressure after so it doesn't like yeah, hurt okay, yeah it still good. hurt yeah. um and she was like uh she was like oh, are you okay and i was like yeah just i'm fine just keep going and i was like a lot of people do this in many more sensitive places than i do I I cannot complain. And she goes, that's right. And she has kept going. And um, so, because, yeah, I, I definitely, I can keep it in perspective, but yeah. I can I can definitely recognize that it hurt like hell and I bled a little bit. It was just not the, fun. The best thing is laser. It doesn't hurt, especially as much as waxing. It's so fast. It's permanent, semi-permanent. You just touch it up once a year. It's but expensive though, right? It's expensive your initial run because you got to do six to eight sessions in mm. the area, which can be pricey. But then you just follow up with a year touch up and you don't need to shave. So you don't need a razor. Oh, yeah. And or if you do use a razor, you don't have to like buy them as often. So yeah. it, 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 you know, trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> Laser your pubes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't been that. I know. I haven't done the bikini uh, treatment yet, and I don't think I'm going to go that far. That's just too much. But anyhow, I've been getting sick. No. It's the new year, and I'm already sick. We'll get that first cold out of the way, I guess. I, I guess. Like, I have the sniffles. I had a sore throat. But... It's kind of going away already, I think. I have my body's very, like, quick to, like, throw away a cold because I hydrate myself, mm-hmm. even though I drink coffee a lot, which dehydrates me. Yeah. Plus, I take, like, a million medication that also dehydrates me, but hopefully we'll be fine. It's a new year. Sort of a new me. I got some cool new gifts. Yeah. Did for, you get for some Christmas? cool gifts? I did. Um, you lead. What you? What you? What happened at Christmas? Well, I'm sure one of my gifts can top all gifts, but we won't start there because I got a really great Christmas present. Okay, so we and we build up to that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I got an 18-inch Wonder Woman. Nice. From my dad, the special one with the black cloak. <laughs> I got. I don't see her on display here. I, I feel like you've, you've let me down. I left him in the car because. Oh, whoops! That was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my gift. I got a new car. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of car? Well, I'm I'm paying with my dad on it, but he's like, I want to help you out. That's awesome. He bought a new car and he felt like he's he's in the gift of giving. So I got a um 
Subaru. Um, it's called a Crosstrek. Okay. So is it like a hatchback or? A... It's a hatchback, but it's lifted like um like an SUV, like an SUV. But it's not like full SUV size. It's it's a midsize SUV. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Like a CRV. Yeah, but it's not as round. It looks it when I drive it, and this is what I was looking for, and I'm so glad I found this car because I wanted a Jeep, Grant, like a. Grand Cherokee or a Cherokee because mm-hmm. I used to drive it and they were my favorite, but I didn't want to buy another Jeep because they have too many engine parts and they break all the time. Yeah. But I love the car. And so I saw this one as I was shot. Um, Travis and Crystal and I, we went and got some like baked goods and coffee and I saw this car and I was like, oh, if I had a car, I'd want that one. And lo and behold, I didn't know I was getting a car, but... <laughs> But, um, yeah, and so I saw it, and I told my dad, and show enough, and the color is like this khaki, it's called khaki gray, but it's like this light blue gray, something I would never get in my life, except it's so oddly pretty, I had to, nice, I had to, um, I'm trying to expand my horizons, if you will, Mm -hmm. and do things I wouldn't normally do, so. Nice. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold in 2018. So, yeah, and I love the car, and it, I didn't, it just came out. It's 2018, and it has a five star rating, and it basically has, gets perfect score on everything. And the, it's not a high priced car for an SUV. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I'm going to be lucky with this. And it's got love because love is what makes Subaru a Subaru. How did you know that? That's their tagline. Do you have line. a Subaru? I do not. I drive an Acura. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what makes an Acura, aside from Honda. It's accurate. Acura. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, That's I a got pretty a good Christmas gift. I can't compete with that. Well. Um, I got some, uh, you know, I got some good stuff, though. Todd bought me a bunch of shirts. Sweet. Um, including some colors that I would normally never wear, and so I'm still trying to figure out how I feel in those. Um... And, uh, like, uh, what else? Um, Todd bought me an Echo Show, which is... Oh, yeah, the, with the pictures. Yeah, it's that's the, the, screen. the square one. has the square screen. Mm-hmm. And my boss actually got me an Echo Dot, which is the small circular one with the screen. Yeah. It has so, a screen? Uh-huh. The dot? Yeah. No, the spot. Oh, the spot. Yes. So now in our home, we have an Echo, an Echo Dot, an Echo Spot, and an Echo Show. We have, like... Oh, we have more echoes than we have rooms. One's in the so bathroom. So the FBI now. has got you tracked down. Oh, for yeah, we, sure. have, we have one in the bathroom, so they hear all sorts of weird, you know, noises in there. They love you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, uh, my mom got me a Nest Cam. So a lot of like home, smart home goods. It sounds like you're having like a fortress. Yes. In high security fortress going on. Yes, exactly. No. Uh, and what else? I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a little, you know, assorted uh, odds and ends. It's it's pretty cool. I got uh, the complete series of. Twin Peaks on Blu-ray. Oh, dope. Um, and uh, Ty got me the 4K Blu-ray of uh, The Dark Tower. Oh, the uh, did you watch it? Yeah, we watched it, actually. And it's, was it awful? It's not as bad as I was worried it was going to be. Because we were saying how awful it was. Well, it looked terrible. Yeah. Um, and like it's not as bad as it looked like it was going to be. The biggest problem that it suffers from is that it, it sucks. Well, it's not... It's basically not really telling anything from any of the books. Hmm. It is its own story. It is. Gotcha. It's using the world of the books, and it's using some characters and stuff. But it's such a different sort of approach on them that it doesn't necessarily really. It doesn't feel like it, having read the books. I got no additional payoff because of anything. I was just like, oh, it doesn't feel like that character, or this isn't a thing they would do, or this isn't really a situation they're in. Yeah, kind of thing. And like, but like, 
Because, and also, I mean, one thing that's kind of interesting about it is that, like, I think we may have talked about this before, the books don't really explain the significance of the tower fully until, like, book five. Like, you read a good, probably 2,000 pages before you... It's where they forged the ring, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's really 2,000 pages before you actually know what the significance of the tower is. That's crazy. And, like, but what makes it so good, and I, and I like stuff like this, is that it's more about this feeling. It's There's this urgency. Like, the tower is all that matters. Yeah. And you don't have to know why it matters. It doesn't matter to you. Well, the, you okay, know. so then... And the the movie, before it even really starts, it puts shit on the screen that explains what the tower is and why it matters. And I was like, wow, we skipped straight to the middle of book five, you know, for the intro of this movie. So as a fan... Yes. Which you are, mm-hmm. would you say that this is a poor representation of the books, or would you say it's just a completely different story? Um... For a little bit of both. It's actually right in between because it's I, I, it's not really a poor representation of it because it's just – it's like taking these pieces and putting them in a different playset almost. But they still follow the same rules. Gotcha. It's just not – it's nothing specific to any of the books except characters and some significance of things. That reminds me of that like Disney game that they had for PlayStation – Infinity. Infinity, where nothing makes sense. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing here? Well, and like one of the biggest problems that the movie suffers from is that it it's a movie. Oh, and I'm sorry, spoilers for anyone who has not seen Dark Tower. I know I was actually supposed to loan this to 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 Steve at work, and I know he's he listens. Um, we love you, Steve. This does not ruin anything for you, by the way, Steve. Uh, Except no, no, you no. will this... probably hate the movie. Nah, that we, I talked to him about it already. A little okay. Bit. Um, but like it. Uh, it's a movie that it makes it more about a secondary character instead of Roland. Like Roland the gunslinger is your main character in the books and the movie focuses on another character entirely and Roland sort of is there. And that was a weird thing for me to get used to. It's not and honestly it's not terrible. It's just nothing special. It's not good, but it's not it didn't like murder my family or anything. It's right, just, yeah. you know, but um but like I'm glad I got to see it, and um, the 4K transfer was lovely, and so um, I'm glad I got to see it. So yeah, Todd got me that. To piggyback off that exact same review, I watched Assassin's Creed. Oh God, that thing! It was awful. It's terrible. But because I knew it was awful, it wasn't as bad as I had expected. But it was really bad. Because well, you, you were at least you were prepared for something I was terrible. Prepared for something like just yeah, like because it's bad. My eyes would bleed. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was bad, but whatever. Well, speaking of bad movies, they're making more because apparently it did well in other countries. Oh, are they? I, I didn't know if it was getting a sequel or not. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Like speaking of bad movies, one of the worst reviewed movies of the year came out on Netflix. Oh, the Emoji Movie? No, no, no. Oh. Bright, the Netflix original starring Will Smith and Joel Edgerton about a uh, man and orc cop partner duo. Oh yeah. The worst reviews ever. It's it's it is basically like, there was one reviewer who um like was mad at Bright because he said he's like after the Emoji movie I thought I'd figured out what my worst movie of the year was and I was like ready to co- close that chapter and call it done and then Bright happened. Like from what I hear, it's just a big mess. Now Todd and I kind of have to watch it because it's been shit on by so many people, and I'm actually really curious. Um, and I, a lot of people can are, you grade lower than an F? F minus. Maybe. I mean, technically, an F is what anything. Uh, what fifty? It is for failure. Anything fifty nine or lower on a hundred point scale. Yeah. So right, it's so fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no E. So yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's wait, we're, I'm definitely curious about Bright. But yeah, that um, I'm. Oh, it's hard to. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, Assassin's Creed was terrible. So I. Will Smith you know. just doesn't do anything for me anymore. He, I hated him in. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I well, I hated Suicide Squad, as yeah. everybody knows that listens to this podcast. I just can't even finish it. I don't think he's anything special, so I am very scared about the Aladdin movie coming out. Because he plays he the genie. And I'm like, Will Smith as the genie just kind of makes me want to scream a little. But, I mean, there's only one genie. It's Robin Williams. We all know that. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, that is... Well, that's <sighs> obviously, yeah, that's a sad subject. But why Will Smith? I mean, I can see Eddie Murphy be the genie. Because he does all his characters. But Will Smith? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see how Does it goes. Does Will Smith have range? I mean, he did in Fresh Prince Bel Air, but that was like kind of a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I mean it's weird. I feel like Men in Black, he brought like the the seriousness, but also some of the goofy. I don't know. I mean, I think he maybe think he can do it. Well, it's weird. He seems to have range actually from movie to movie because he can do like you know Ali, and then he can also do you know uh, like Fresh Prince type stuff. Like he, he... I am Legend. I liked I Am Legend. I did too. I never finished it, but I liked what I saw. Like, it's funny, its ending is the worst thing it has going on for it. Um, but I really liked that movie, but the novella is just spectacular. Have you read that? No. It is so good. It's a different type of vampire in the novella. Like, in the movie... It's a vampire? I thought there were zombies. In the movie, they're zombies. And, like, oh. they just sort of swarm and run and screech. Yeah. And in the book, they are vampires. And every night, he locks himself in his house. And they stand outside going, Robert, come out. Hey. Like, they, they bob... Like, they call to him all night that must be really annoying when you're trying to sleep i imagine so but yeah no like i'm legend that the novella is and like it's um yeah it's a much more, it's interesting because like it, they're vampires so he goes out by day uh slaying them while they sleep and like it's just like your sweater they slay they slay yeah i let the record show i was wearing a hoodie today they said slay across it in giant collegiate letters because mm-hmm. uh i came to slay bitch <laughs> Uh, at least yes, that's what they did. tell me. Yes, you did. Um, but yeah, so Christmas was was good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad it happened, and I'm yeah. glad it's gone. I did catch up on some nerdy movies that I had missed out on. Yes, do tell. Well, Assassin's Creed. Okay. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh, what'd you think? I liked it. I like that movie too. Yeah, it's fun. It's just kind of its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very action packed. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, I saw Power Rangers. How was that? Um, I I really did like it for what it was. I did not care for um, uh, what's her name who played Rita? Elizabeth. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we together we got there. <laughs> I was like, I can't think of her last name because I'm busy writing on my hand right now. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. I thought her performance was weak because it could have been a really strong character. I just because she looked cool, she just wasn't a very strong actress for that character. I thought. Uh-huh. Um, what else? But I do like the Red Ranger because he's mm. the guy from Stranger Things too. The the bully with the oh with him. The but he's so cute as the Red Ranger. Uh. But anyway, that's another story. So and I saw um, King Arthur: The Legend of the Sword. I hear that's not as bad as everyone says. It I is. liked it. Yeah, yeah. But it did. It's different. It did so poorly. I know that it's not getting the second and third movies they originally planned for that. 
Yeah. So make the most of the one you got, because that's all you're getting. Remember when Aragon came out with the dragon? Yes. I want. I needed a sequel, because I liked the first one. Well, Golden Compass is another one where they did the first one, yeah. and they never got to do the other two. Such a bummer. But yeah, so King Arthur, it was good. It's very fast-paced. He kind of, rather than, because a lot of it happens before he's even king, um, it reminded me of like a Robin Hood story almost, mm-hmm. with some magic in it. Cool. So, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. It was Guy, R- Guy Ritchie's film. So. Yep. And it's on HBO Go right now for oh. free if you subscribe. Well, so. then maybe Todd and I'll watch that. Because I think we were curious, but yeah, there's no way I was going to pay to see it. It didn't look that good to me. Yeah, it's on. It, you could watch it for free. So I recommend it if you were just like looking for something to watch. It's cute. And he's hot. So there you go. He who. Jude Law or Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hum. Because oh, I'm a Jude Law man. He looks evil in it. Angry. Well, ha- have you seen the photos of him as Dumbledore for the new uh, Fantastic no. Beasts sequel? Uh, co- oh, I did. I did see, yes. A co-worker that I actually want to have on as a guest uh, has declared him to be Dumble Daddy. And, uh, I can't. Approved. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can. Dumble Dick. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he just crossed that line, and I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we just got weird. Um, but I like Charlie because I loved Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. And I also loved Crimson Peak. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, and it was so cute in you know, it, too. Pacific Rim. I never saw Pacific Rim. Oh, and he, and he was in the original uh, British version of Queer as Folk. Oh, yeah. yeah no, was, I didn't know that either. He was the Justin character. The little Twinkie boy. Mm-hmm. Well, and I I only, like, my first thing to, uh, where I saw Charlie Hunnam was, he was in Children of Men also, actually, but he's unrecognizable in that movie. Hmm. Um, first thing I ever saw him in was a little, a short-lived series on Fox called Undeclared. It was so good. It had him and Jay Barakel and uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, wow. Yeah, like when like Seth Rogen was like 17 or 18. I was say. Like he, I want to say he wrote and directed an episode of that show when he was 18. Nuts. It's, and the show is actually, I mean, if memory serves, it's great. I really like it. Oh, wait, what is it called? Undeclared. Undeclared. Yeah, I think huh. Shout Factory did the complete series on uh, DVD many, many, many years ago. Sweet. So, um,. Yeah, more, more info than you need. I, I swear, everything I'm doing is making so much noise. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot of weird noises and thuds and creaks and whams, uh, listeners. Um, yeah. Any other nerdy movies you watched? No. All right, then. Well, Todd and I are watching <laughs> a little bit of the TVs uh, in that Black Mirror Season 4 came out. Oh, it did. Yes, eight episodes? Seven? Six. Six episodes. And we are four episodes into it, so we got two left. I haven't even started. Bah. Are you caught up otherwise, though? Did you get through all the other uh, ones? No. I I skipped around because I am I need to start from the beginning. I know, but it's a, it's a huge undertaking to watch 40 different stories. It's not. The first season's three episodes. The f- second season is three episodes and a Christmas special. Season three is six. Okay, fine. Maybe I can do it. It's not that many. It's only, what, 19 episodes at this point across four seasons. And I've I well I've seen that one episode eight times now. Um, um, nosedive. Oh, I love nosedive. Um, yeah, like t- Todd and I. I was told the story. Like Todd and I watched the entire first two seasons and Christmas special in a single day. Really? It was a, okay. It was a fucked up day. Yeah, but it was a good one. We liked. We had fun. All um, right, I'll watch it. Yeah, the new season we've been kind of taking it a little slow. We're watching like one, maybe like I think we watched one episode a day, and then there was one day we watched two. Um, but yeah, like uh, so far we've seen the episodes. I mean, yeah, we watched them all in order, um, so I was trying to think if I could remember all the names, but I... Oh, there's the USS Callister, which is 
episode one, which is cool. Archangel, uh, which I liked. And then um, third one, I can't remember what it was called. Um, oh, 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 God. Crocodile, which I loved. And Crocodile. Then, Crocodile. And then uh, episode four was Hang the DJ, and I really liked that one, too. Um, I think Hang the DJ probably is going to end up being one of the better episodes of this season. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what any of those are about, so. I won't say anything more. I'm just giving you names. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. I look forward to those names. <laughs> the next episode we need to watch is called Metalhead, I think. Huh. Which um, I'm excited about. And I don't know what the last episode's called. So, um, but I'm really excited. Like, that, I always enjoy that show. And it makes me so nervous whenever I watch it. Hmm. Yeah, well, they are. It's, it's like Twilight Zone for, like, science and, yeah, and computers. They're always, and they're always trying to, like freak you out and they're, yeah they're trying to make you feel guilty and 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 you should because humans suck seriously it does show the I, I read a really great description of it where it was like it talks about like it's the dark intersection of technology and human nature which i thought was kind of a interesting you know and very very succinct uh description of it yeah i like that um oh before oh, you uh, keep going i just have to do a shout out to susan who is a friend of mine since high school and she i saw her over this you know this past weekend she re-watched all of fraser because of you yes which she had already seen before and she, she re-watched it and okay g- well done susan <laughs> um, i i salute you <laughs> and she loves it that's a good show i i, I don't know mm. why you hate it so much I don't hate it. I just think it's ridiculous that you watched Frasier <laughs> what, it's only two- in 2017. It was only 279 episodes or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? As someone who, I, it's funny because I liked Frasier when it was on the air, but I didn't watch it start to finish. So I, I'd only seen probably of the 200 odd episodes, I think I'd only seen probably like 40. So for me, it was filling in a, a large chunk of uh, information of TV that I missed. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so I had a good time with that. Um, I think what else is happening? What else is happening? Oh, on New Year's, I had a treat yourself kind of day. Treat yourself. Oh, did you get a petty, Manny? I got a petty. Oh, um, I the am sparkling tootsies. I yeah, I'm a fan of a pedicure. They feel good. Seriously, like I love a foot and a calf massage, and that's all I want is a man with a foot fetish <laughs> to just go to town on my feet. I don't care what you do. I'm not gonna watch you. Just do your thing, and I hope it feels good. <laughs> I dated somebody with a foot thing. Is it bad? It was weird. Well, cause like, and this is a, it was weird because he didn't want me to do anything specific with my feet. Mm-hmm. He just liked looking at them, and he liked. Well, that's no fun well, for anybody and except his, him. His thing was he liked sneaking a look at them. Like, if you had your feet out on display, he wasn't interested. But if he felt he was, like, stealing a glance of your feet, that was, like, he was way into that. It was super weird. I had no idea what to do with that. Aside How do you just, fake hide your feet? Uh, I, to be honest, like, it was more of things. I Did just, you have a little curtain set up and you put your <laughs> little toe out? Because <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just lived my life, and apparently there were times when he was very excited about my feet, and I didn't really know it. He also didn't really talk about it. Later, he'd be like, oh, yeah, it was really, like, cool when I saw your feet like that. And I was like, what, when, what? Like, I honestly, I was completely clueless, and it was a little weird. I wasn't, I had no idea what to do with that. You know how Jessica Rabbit comes out of the curtains? (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Toe. (laughs) (laughs) Sparkly nail polish. So that was, it was a little strange. 
Um, but yeah, it was like I'm super not very flexible. I'm very inflexible, uh, both emotionally and physically. <laughs> and um, and so I actually really like when somebody else just does the work to like trim my toenails. Um, and so I love a pedicure just because like I can sit there and like somebody else does the work. And, and they look them. really good after. It is nice. It's like I didn't know my toes were pretty because yeah, until you get a manicure. Because yeah, I do a, a barely passable job at taking care of my own feet, and so it's kind of I, mean, I get a pedicure so rarely. But it, whenever I get one, I'm always like, why aren't I doing this like every, I don't know, three weeks? Because you have to, it, it's a two-hour thing. Oh, no, for me, it was like 25 minutes. But you have to get there, you have to go back. Or do you have it right around the corner from you? Two blocks from my apartment. I've been there. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, Natalia Nails? Yes, yes. Yep. I have been there, yeah. yeah. It was nice. So um, I did That's that. Funny. And I bought me some new shoes because I only had one pair of shoes. I got new shoes too. Yeah, I only had one pair of like sneakers. And, and I they got were, sneakers too. And they were terrible. So yeah, I bought two pairs of new Adidas Ooh, I like the color. Shoes. And these ones are green, of course, which you can see, but listeners cannot. Yes, and they're then, like a forest green. And then I also bought another pair in a navy blue. Ooh. Exactly the same shoe, just now I have a green and a, a blue pair. And I spent like an hour last night very carefully lacing them because I do a lace job where the laces do not cross. I like that. So um, I was... Gotta center that baby up. Yep, so I was doing a very careful lace job uh, nice. last night while watching uh, The Simpsons. I The um, shoes my dad got me, another... Like, this is what I asked for. I only asked for two things for Christmas. I asked for these shoes I'm going to describe and a PlayStation Network a year past. Oh, of uh, PlayStation Plus? PlayStation Plus. That's all I asked for. And then I got like... Got a car? I got freaking like Santa came. <laughs> he came for me and it was good. <laughs> um, Whoa. It was good, good. But um, yeah, so remember the movie The Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Oh, I've actually watched that movie in the last like two years. Okay, so you remember her suit? She has to get into like that. It looks like mm -hmm. muscle. Well, yeah, it's the one that was designed by uh, the guy who did. I think it was designed by the, the designer who did the Bram Stoker's Dracula red armor. Yeah, it's thing. a woman. Oh, it was a woman. Yeah. yeah, Japanese woman, right? Yeah. Yes, she passed away a few years back. Oh. But yeah, she. Uh, well, anyway, the the shoes are that kind of like texture, Ooh. and they're like a like a reddish brown, like That's the color cool. of my right, Admiral Akbar. Nice. Yeah, so I can't wait to wear them. I haven't worn them yet, but I, I know they fit. To seeing those. That's sounds cool they're so cute but they're vans did oh. i say they're vans no you did not no, yeah they're vans yeah so you got a car and some vans yeah i got two <laughs> cars <laughs> um and what else uh next time you see me i will not have glasses glasses <gasps> today was the day where i had to have my um my full-on like prescription evaluation yeah. and they checked like my eye pressure and all sorts of stuff and um and uh, so I had to get the full like and you're a perfect specimen. I am, uh, and I had to get like the full eye dilation treatment, which I it's so funny of having had glasses for twenty six years. I have actually I don't think ever gotten my eyes dilated at the eye doctor, or if I have, it wasn't quite as oh, it's weird, huh? And it, it wasn't, quite and you as... look like an anime character after. <laughs> so I didn't think to look. Um, and it's weird because yeah, like I if I had had it done, it, it didn't take the same effect that it did this time, or as strong of an effect because I was trying to like use my phone and your you're not supposed to do that your close range vision is shot yeah like, i knew that it made you sensitive to light i didn't realize how much it completely destroyed anything close up to you yeah uh, and so like i tried texting todd and i couldn't read it and i was just like i hope i'm saying what i want to and then he texted me back and i could barely read it and i had to call him to talk to him instead of like texting and of course he was like are you safe to drive that's what he texted me actually and um 
And I was like, well, yeah, I can see street signs. I can see cars. I can read their license plates. I can't see my speedometer clearly. Like it was super weird. And just like everything in my car was blurry as hell. I couldn't tell what time it was. I couldn't uh, pick a song on my phone. Like I was like, cool, I guess I'm listening to to NPR the whole way back to the office. Uh, And hopefully I'll figure out how to get to the office because I was in a city where I did not know exactly how to get back. Um, But I made it it to work. So that's good. Um, But yeah, in uh, two and a half days. Jeez. It's going to happen. That's awesome. I'm so excited. It's. I'm going to just paint glasses on your face. I think like Todd's gonna make me wear his. Uh, he has some glasses that have some like fake uh, lenses in them. Uh-huh. They're just they're no prescription. I think he's gonna probably start putting those on me just so I look more like me <laughs> to him. Um, but yeah, I I'm oh, I'm so excited and I feel bad like and when I know just I won't like stop talking about it because I'm so excited. And so, oh yeah, my dad got um, LASIK about five years ago and he has perfect vision now and he's 72 what and he has 20 20 vision he's 72 Mm -hmm. he looks great yeah doesn't he seriously i would never have guessed he was in his 70s yeah maybe 71 but still he's 70 he's in the 70s yeah He's a old a man septuagenarian he's he's feeling real guilty for all his past years so he's helping me out <laughs> uh but yeah so that's cool that's a great way to start the new year seriously like yeah new uh new year laser eyes so you're gonna have to yeah you're gonna have to be taken care of for a few days nope just just one day oh like i have to have i have to be driven home from my surgery and then uh i sleep it off and then the next day i drive myself to my follow-up wow i thought you had to wear like glass sunglasses and... you wear these goggles that they're clear though it's mostly just so you don't rub your eyes it's kind of like the equivalent of a, a dog's cone but for human eyes gotcha yeah they, they make you wear goggles and they make you go to sleep in them they're like do not take off the goggles because the other word if you rub your eyes you'll do some damage Ooh. so yeah. Wow. um yeah so i'm just gonna play by those rules have you been playing anything new oh i've been playing things oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah are you going to share i, I can should we have a song for this nah moment? Eh. The what? video game section of our video game podcast, which lasts like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we did just spend 36 minutes just talking about like bullshit. <laughs> well, we talked about nerd movies. We did. We talked about, yeah, we talked about some stuff. Okay. Yeah. So um, are you playing anything right now, actually? Like, are you? Uh, I, yes, but you may. Well, I, um, I'll, well, I'll do one and then you, we'll go back and forth. Okay. Well, okay. Should, I should probably start then because I think I've done more than you. Oh shit. Go for it. I so, doubt it though. I played a lot. Oh really? Sort of. Oh, well then you start. Let's do this. Let's, instead of having polite off, ladies first. Okay. Nintendo Switch arms. How was that? Messy. <laughs> that is the best description for how I imagine that game is. It's. It, Did you have fun though? Well, I did. Yeah, okay, so this game, you need to be very energetic because you're punching and moving around. And I was, it was like, I was tired. And Travis got a Switch for Christmas, right? Yes, but he didn't get this game. This uh, a friend had this. Mm. Yeah, so Travis got a Switch. So um, this game, it was. It reminds me of Candyland. It's just goofy looking. And it's kind of obnoxious because you can't... I know I'm new to the game, but it's hard to control your character. And there's like 50,000 buttons. And you hold the controllers rather than like a controller. It's like... um, Like, remember the um, Nintendo Wii? Like the... What are the... 
the remote and nunchuck? Yeah, so it's like holding the Cause you're holding controller like a, like a nunchuck. You're gripping them like you're making fists. Thank you, God. I couldn't. I can't even spit that out. I didn't even good. know what I was talking about. So yeah, you have two controllers holding them like nunchucks, and they have a hundred thousand buttons on each of them, and they all do something different. You have to press a button to move. You have to press a button. It was too much, and then you got to punch in the air to let your arms well, come out. And like, and when you punch, if you turn your punch midair, you can steer you your steer arm, your arms, right? and each punch or each like power up does something different so it was a lot to take in for my first few rounds i did awful but i did beat the travis did i play travis anyway i beat somebody at least one (laughs) round but not a game i would buy and play honestly it seems really charming but it was a game that i felt very confident in not buying yeah it is very pretty and my brother he said it he was like this reminds me of a game Sega would have come out with on Dreamcast. I could see that. It is very, that, that sort of, yeah, like that Space Channel 5 kind of look. Yeah. Well, and as somebody who hates motion controls, I kind of knew it wasn't for me. It's not for me either. But a lot of those party it, games really aren't. Well, it seems like it, yeah, it's fun for a, you know, for, for a moment, but not, not a $60 purchase. Yeah, I'd rather do like Dance Dance Revolution or something like that if I want to like really get into it, like mm-hmm. a physical game yeah. personally. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, uh, out of five stars, I'd give it a three. It's so funny you just, like gave it a number because like uh, just today at work because you know whenever I I guess you don't know because you don't look at them but whenever I, I finish <laughs> a game I post it on Facebook and with like my you know the your ratings no I, I give it like my impressions on the game oh okay. but I do not give a numerical score oh and today a coworker actually said to me he's like you should consider for those giving like a number score and I was like nope that's not what I'm gonna do like you can read my thing he's like what well, if I don't want to read it and I was like you should because honestly like it's so interesting like numbers are so skewed and that like even the worst games still get like a six it's like just because it got released it got a six that's not how a a scale of one to ten works well you gotta take in for music you gotta take in account for a whole bunch of things it's not just how fun the game is i know but still like six for a game that's terrible like if okay if it was just on playability for arms i'd give it a one (laughs) but because it's pretty and entertaining looking and things like that it serves its purpose yeah yeah Right. And maybe it's just not made for somebody like me who doesn't enjoy those types of games. Well, that's so. the thing. Like, I, yeah, and I think that's yeah. why I don't give numerical scores so much because often it's just like, well, clearly I don't think this was meant for me. Yeah. But totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be better actually about like not being like, well, that's just terrible. You know, but instead it's like, well, clearly I'm not its audience. Or, but like even then, there are some things that are just objectively bad though. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that whole plan isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. So my first one I'll talk about was uh, I played and finished the first person adventure title for PS4 called Blackwood Crossing. Okay. Don't know it. It's fine. It's your standard, like, what, two hour long first person sort of like piecing together a broken history uh, kind of game. And like it had some interesting puzzles, but like unfortunately it had like two different sort of types of puzzles and it repeated them back and forth for the entirety of the game for the most part like it didn't really give a lot of variety it had some interesting ideas but it didn't really ever fully take off with them and so it was fine it was a fine way to spend an evening but um nothing 
I'd be willing to bet this time next year I will have forgotten that I ever played it. Sounds I've already... like a three out of five, if you ask me. <laughs> Pretty much, because I've already, <laughs> I've actually already, uh, I've already forgotten a lot about it. Um, it just wasn't very memorable. Hmm. So, okay. That's the first of my games that I've played since we've last spoken. What's your second one? I played uh, the Stranger Things tabletop game on Netflix. How was that? It's good because it reminds me of the old um, LucasArts ones. Ah. Yeah, it's fun. I recommend it if you want like one of those, like that type of aesthetic, I guess. So it was cute. You just basically go through the town, solve the mysteries, follow the storylines. It's a, um, how do you call it? Uh, the view is desktop view or? No, no, it's a, what do you mean? Like top down? Top down. Yeah. So it's a top down view and it's cute. Nice. It's like an RPG. Yeah. That's it fun. is an RPG. <laughs> it's very much like an RPG. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next one I did was Full Throttle Remastered for the PS4. Classic LucasArts title towards the end of the LucasArts Adventure Games. I love Full games. Throttle. That was and a difficult one. I'd actually never finished it. Yeah, um, I haven't either. And Because it was difficult. It's weird. Playing it as an adult, it actually isn't that difficult. It's yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's strange. The game actually feels very, very short. Um, and I get it. Like At the time, it was like one of the first LucasArts games to have a lot of CG in it, I think. Yeah. Or a lot of like 3D pre-rendered stuff. Um, and it is, yeah, I mean, it, it's actually very, I found it to be pretty short. And it um, also, I'm used to like Day of the Tentacle, where you have like probably 40 things in your inventory by the time the game is done. And yeah. everything has one use. And like in full throttle, like one item that you you only probably have at most, I'm guessing. You pick it up and then use it. You pick yeah. it up and then use it. You have it. like eight things total throughout your the entire game in your inventory. Yeah. And one item gets used, I think, like four times. And I was like, okay, cool. I so, remember getting stuck at some point and then I couldn't figure out what to do and I just gave up eventually. Well, there was one section where I definitely, it, it's, it, it blends action and adventure at the same time, and the action stuff is what threw me off. And so um, that was actually the the one sort of section where I was like, I, I hit a little bit of a wall, and I'd check a walkthrough, and I was like, oh, that actually makes a ton of sense. Although the problem is, when it's an action thing that involves some sort of uh, reflex, I actually, gotcha. I actually find that like even if I had the right idea, if I fail on the first go, I probably gave up and moved on to a new approach. Like, it's not a thing I really stuck to. Yeah. So, but it was fun though. It was it was cool to sort of relive Full Throttle Remastered and like, and kind of it was a step in my childhood. But also, I finally got to finish it, so that was nice. Sweet. Yeah. What next? I got to reclaim my Street Fighter Two title thanks yes. to the SNES Classic. What? And all I can say is Travis basically threw the controller and said, "I hate this game." <laughs> <laughs> Who are you playing as? Um, Chun Li. Chung Lee, M. Bison, uh, I played as Ken, Ra- Ryu, and ba- oh, E. Honda, uh, basically e- all of them. And, like, I um, love Chun Lee and E. Honda. Yeah. Who's the other one, though? Um, I also love Blanca. Blanca. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my two best players are M. Bison and Chun Lee. Nice. I'd say my strongest, even though I love Chun Lee the most, is M. Bison. I love being super cheap with uh, E. Honda's like flurry of of fist kind of move that he does it's just similar yeah. to chun lee's leg and M. bison's like thrust across the screen oh yeah just... his his uh his raiden yeah Superman the raiden fly thing yeah it um really fucks people up if you can keep doing it <laughs> which i can <laughs> <laughs> so that's why travis hates that game now he hates me 
Um, so the next one I finished was Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, the story mode? I did the campaign. Sweet. And thoughts? Three out of five. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that I'm not a total Star Wars nut. Well, I heard before you even go with your review that it was not a good campaign. Well, like, okay, good. I'm glad at least somebody like said that because I feel like, yeah, so I don't know if it's, I'm not a Star Wars person or, or what, but like, but I mean, I like the new movies. And this game just did not land. Like, none of it did. Um, it's objectives and, and missions. None of them really landed for me at all. Um, the the one real, like, sort of bright moment in the game were most of the performances. Rather, any performance that wasn't somebody trying to be somebody else. Like, the Luke Skywalker moments, it's clearly not Mark Hamill. And it's a bummer. Han Solo, clearly not Harrison Ford. Bummer. Leia, obviously not Carrie Fisher. Like, do you mean, bummer. like, the voice actors? Uh-huh. Yeah. What about the actual characters? Do they feel like um, the story characters? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like in there. They do. Um, but like, I don't know, it just it felt weird and it felt like weird fan service for them to be there in the first place sometimes. Gotcha. Um, a little bit. And then although I will say like the lead character of um Aiden Versio, played by uh Janina Gavankar, I think her name is. If it's not Claudia Black. Claudia Black is that who I like? Yeah, you like Claudia Black. If it's not her, I don't care. Well, <laughs> uh, well, Aiden Versio is, is played by a real Indian woman uh, who is how dare you? And um, she is fantastic in it, actually. And she was in True Blood and uh, the League, Ooh, which is why I knew her from. Uh, I don't remember what her character's name was. I, I hated watched that show. All of True Blood. Yeah, so did I. I was a weird hostage to that show, and I hated so many years of it. Really? Oh, I loved yeah. It. Um, well, let me. What do about it. Pam? She was all right. She's amazing. Yeah, her. Uh, oh, she looks like Lilith. She was Luna Garza in True Blood. Luna. Fuck, she, I don't remember yeah. Luna. Well, oh, she was a werewolf. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and she was she was great in that. That's and right. I remember she was Sam's girlfriend. I was trying to think who she was wife. with. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Sam or if it was uh, Alcide. Um, mm-hmm. and so I really, I, I, she, she's actually great. And a lot of the other characters in it are really good too. And if anything, I'm super bummed that Aiden Versio's role in the Star Wars universe is relegated to this game. I'd much rather she be in a movie. Like this game felt like a waste of a good character. Um, That's and so, a bummer. yeah, like the game itself just, it did, it did next to nothing for me. And like, and it's weird. Um, is the game itself good? Like the play is it, is it, I didn't like it that much. And it could just be that Star Wars weapons don't feel very lethal to me. Cause it's a laser gun. They're blasters. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I'm not saying I need to be blowing people's heads off, but it just, there's something about like when I shot people, I just didn't feel like it was really doing anything. And any lightsaber moments. So you felt like a stormtrooper. Well, much. you were one. Well, and I was super, <laughs> I was way in accurate with my blaster fire too <laughs> and like um and all the lightsaber moments in the game actually have next to no power like there's something about it everything felt clumsy to me and it could be that maybe i'm all thumbs but like the game it felt itself felt very clumsy and i was i don't think you're the only one who feels that honestly well, and it's interesting to me that the game came under such fire and un- under such scrutiny for its microtransaction system. When there's so many other things wrong with it. When the game wasn't that good in the first place. It's not like it was a great game marred with microtransactions. It was a passable game. I um, have a friend who I play Uncharted with, multiplayer, and he is actually very obsessed right now with the Battlefront 2. Well, if you're into multiplayer, I'm sure it's great. Yeah, the multiplayer. 
So maybe maybe that's its saving grace. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe you should try it. Maybe you'll uh, like it. I, there's so many games I need to play. You cannot just pass on a multiplayer game because it has a story mode. Hey, I play Destiny 2 and Overwatch still. Those are my multiplayer games. You still play Destiny 2. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Still playing it once a week. At least once a week. Every Tuesday. See, they reset and that's the where we differ on that game. So, okay. So What's anyway. your next one? You're going to love this one. Uh-oh. Super Metroid. Ah! I, I wanted to beat it over the break. Oh, that game. But I got stuck on a part that I cannot find a stupid fucking suit that I can use to get into the lava. Oh, you need the various suit to get through the heat. I yeah, have, yeah. I had that. I'm oh. all. I had the claw. Oh, so you need the heat and the, or the varia and the gravity suit. I think to because gravity suits what makes us can go through water. And the varia suit, which makes you survive high temperatures, and I think combined you might be able to go through lava. Yeah, okay, so I'm or missing like two that. suits then. I only have the varia suit. Well, that and then you need the gravity suit. Yeah, I mean, I have like the beam, the X-ray beam, and all that shit, and I have two bosses down, and I just got what, stuck. Which, which bosses does that mean you've done? You've done the drag, the, the dragoon, and Crocomire, or you've done Kraid? Oh, well, I did the one you hit, and he backs up into the lava. That's Crocomire. That's a dumb name. And then, <laughs> then like the two foot story Cray, Kraid. Oh yeah, yeah I did done. him. And He's then, cute. I think I call him Krang with his big earlier. belly. <laughs> and um, and yeah, the little floaty plant thing. The, which is not a boss. It kind of is, isn't it? Oh, maybe. And then, um, oh, and then like I think the is it Drangoon, which is the one that looks almost like a weird uh, monster Bat. fetus. Wait, what? It has the exposed belly? It's when you get your dragon jump, which if you've not gotten that yet, and that's why you did the really jump. high jump. That one? No. The dragon jump is the one where as long as you're spinning, you can keep jumping. So if you're doing the screw attack, you can bounce and just keep jumping, and you can keep going. Like, no, see, I didn't get that far. Yeah, that's the dragon jump, and that one's in the wrecked ship, I believe. Oh, I did get to the wreck ship, but I'm... I could be mistaken, though. It's been a while. Yeah, I put in about seven hours into that. I have so a, good. I had a ways to go. But, yeah, it was good. It's a good game. Nice. But it was starting to drive me nuts, because I was like, the map sucks. Like, it doesn't mark on the map what's in the rooms. No, it just says there's something there. That's it. But if you've been in there, wouldn't you know to mark on your map that this is in this room, so when you need to go back to it, you'll know what's in it? Because hey, then... At least it had a map. Previous Metroids didn't. Yeah, okay, Travis. Thank you very much. I used to draw my own maps to Metroid 1. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> I already got schooled on that. There's a reason why <laughs> Travis and I are friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, Super Metroid. Nice. And then the next one, and it turns out my last game of 2017, was a game called Submerged, which is a indie title for the PS4. Um... On recommendation from listener Nick. He's actually the reason why I downloaded it. Um, and it's a, it's an interesting game. It's no combat, exploration only in like a sunken city. And um, you are going and climbing things to collect supplies. It, it kind of, it's a narrative with no real uh, English spoken. It's just kind of gobbledygook with occasional subtitles. Gotcha. Be- very few. I think there's probably a sentence. 12 lines. Being 12, I think, in the entire game. Otherwise, it's all pictographs. And um, gotcha. it was interesting. It had a lot of cool ideas, but it definitely feels very indie, almost student game. Huh. And it just, it does feel like they worked on one system, which is exploration. And then they were like, well, we, we don't have the budget to build in a combat system or enemies or whatever. And so like, it, it is cool though. And it's narrative is not bad. Um, I didn't love the ending, but like, it definitely, it did some cool stuff. It seemed to be very influenced by Shadow of the Colossus, at least when it came to its story, not necessarily Colossus killing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, um, oh, sorry, back to Star Wars Battlefront. I know uh, 
earlier before we started recording, you asked if the game was beautiful. Yes. The, and I played it on an Xbox One X. Because I always see commercials for it, and it always looks so amazing. Well, yeah. Well, and I played on Xbox One X, which is, you know, the most powerful console in the world or whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. And like, According to Xbox. Well, it, it is the most <laughs> powerful console available. Uh, not more powerful than PCs, but console-wise. I'm so powerful. biased. Um, it honestly, like, as if you're just standing still, yeah, the game's stunning. Like, its level art is so good. But, like, I actually was really amazed at how much pop- uh, pop-in there was. Is there lag? No, it's pop-in. Like, when you're moving, like, you're running forward, and all of a sudden you see, like, plants, oh. plants populating. Oh. And, like, they populate way close to the camera. Like, Assassin's Creed does some pop-in, but it's way in the distance. Yeah. And so, like, to see detail popping up, like, what would be, I don't know, nine feet from camera, like, just in front of your character player, seemed... That ain't cool. It seemed really strange to me. And I don't know what the deal was, but, like, I mean, yeah, as if you just leave the camera where it is, the game is lovely. It's absolutely stunning. But, like... Like, I can see that happening in multiplayer, but in story mode, campaign mode, that's weird. I was surprised that in the actual campaign, it, it wasn't quite... In, in motion, it wasn't the looker I'd hoped it would be because I really wanted this game to be a sort of real showpiece and it wasn't anything that remarkable. So, um, and it like submerged kind of, that's where I, that's what made me think of performance. Um, even on a PS4 Pro, it has like some pretty serious performance issues and like your character runs in what feels like slow-mo almost and it's, I don't think that's intentional. I think it just kind of is like, I don't know if it's them assigning poor animation to her or what, but like, I don't know, submerged. It was interesting. It was, it was an interesting... Uh, uh, I won't say experiment, but it's an interesting uh, game, but it, it is a very narrow game. And what it does, I think it does well. It's just, um, but it is very narrow. And if you're looking for a, a more fleshed out experience, that's not it. Okay. So, but yeah, so that rounded out my 2017 games that I finished, which put me up to 40, not as many as the 44 that I did in 2016, but um, still pretty. In two years, you did 84 games. Yeah. In the previous years, I think I did like, what, 33 and 37. That's, I mean, kudos to you. Well, and yesterday, New Year's Day, I did play through one game. (laughs) Or one one thing that I'm counting on my game counter. So I'm up to one game so far for 2018. uh, And that is the first bit of DLC for Little Nightmares on the PS4 called The Depths, which, you know, it's more of the same. Because Little Nightmares was almost like in Inside, yeah, um, it's similar, and uh, you know, eerie, lots of close calls. It was like an hour long. The DLC, it was, it was good. So yeah, I'm up to one thing completed this year, and um, I've made a, a goal. My goal for 2018. Fifty. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, well, because like last year, my goal was to do uh, quality instead of quantity, and for the most part, I stuck to that. Towards the end, there were some rough ones, but like uh, the um, my goal for this including year, Battlefront too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be honest, like. Even, like, Blackwood Crossing. Like, of my last four, three of them were not my faves. Um, And, like, the uh, my goal for this year, um, instead of necessarily quality over quantity, is to dig through the backlog. I want to play the new hotness that comes out, of course. I'm not going to stop. But at the same time, I really want to go backward, and I want to I want to just get the some of the piles of, of my pile of shame, like my tower of shame. I want to cut that thing down, finish some of those games, delete some shit off my hard drive. And also, I want to play some classics that I never played, like Chrono Trigger. Never played it. Oh, yeah. And so, like, and I think at this point, I have it for, like, the DS. I think I have it for iOS. I have it for PS1. 
like it's not on the SNES Classic, which is a bummer. But like, yeah, I'm trying to go backward and, and do some some stuff that like I'm mad at myself that I never played. Like they feel like important games just that you have to play before you die. Yeah. So that's that's my goal this year to work that's, some more of those in. That's a good goal. Like the back bricks, the backbones of the gaming industry. Like, like why is it so popular now? It's because of these types of games. Seriously, yeah. there are reasons why people remember these games so fondly. Yeah, you know, I like so. that. That's smart. How about you? Have you played any, any other stuff? Uh, last one, Super Punch-Out, oh, which is so fun. So good. The animation is so quirky. Seriously. And I, I really liked it. Do you have a favorite enemy boxer? Well, I didn't get that far. I only got three enemies in. So who killed you? He, uh, he has... Because it always goes like Gabby J, Bear Hugger, Dragon Chen? No, it's a black guy. Oh, the Jamaican guy. No, no, no. The, With, one the, the, the dreadlocks. Shorts. No, he the, has the like buzz a cohawk. Yes. Piston Hurricane. That's it. Piston Hurricane. Because then it goes to like what? I think then it goes to Dragon Chen. And oh then... my god, is it like he pissed in a hurricane? Is that why his name is Piston Hurricane? I hope not. I that's just... pretty funny. It's so fun. I'd never thought about that, and I hope that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, and then but Dragon Chen is one of my favorites. I didn't get that far. He's the one who cheats and that he kicks you in the face. He's angry. Well, yeah, and he's like a Bruce Lee type. He has anger issues. He does. And I love Bob Charlie because he goes, who, who? I don't know what that's for. I like for, the but... bear hugger because he goes, ho, 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 when you punch him in the stomach. Ho, ho, ho. And he does like a weird ballet spin if you knock him out a certain way, I believe. Don't they all have that spin if you punch him out? But he, it could just be because of his shape. Oh, he does that otter thing. He well, looks like a seal. Well, and like because of his shape, like I want to say his toes or his, his feet, like, which normally be like this, what? kind of come together, like almost yeah. like a little, little shape. So he's shaped like a football when he spins. Um, uh, so, yeah. anywho, so. Cute. Yeah. I like it. So many games got played. Uh, I know. Seriously, it's super eventful for us. Um, super eventful for me. Right. I never play that many games. Seriously. So um, I guess it's time to learn. You want to learn something, Rob? I do like learning things. All right. The word of the week. Okay, let me. This is a hard one for me to pronounce. Bedizen. Bedizen. How do you spell that? Bedizen. B e d i z e n. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that a, it's a adjective? It's a it verb. could be a verb or a noun. Oh, bedizen. But they have it as a verb. Bedizen. Um, bedizen something. Uh, I feel like that is to give something to someone. No. What is it? It is to dress or adorn in a showy, gaudy, or tasteless manner. So I feel like it's where bedazzle came from. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bedizun. Bedazzle. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess now we're on to the vinyl frontier. Not a whole lot of big news. No. No. The vinyl frontier has no big news tonight. <laughs> oh. Um, although, because, uh, yeah, like right now I'm having some problems. Uh, I ordered the six disc King Kamehameha edition of the Persona 5 soundtrack. Yes, you and did. It, it shipped. And according to the post Stuck office. In customs. According to post office, it was delivered today. I never received it. So I have no idea where it is. I have to call them tomorrow and have a very weird conversation with them because I'm very upset because the thing was not cheap no it is already sold out so i couldn't even buy another copy if i wanted to and, and you shouldn't have to i shouldn't have to correct and um yeah i'm super bummed so that sucks uh and work looking into that however mm. one record i bought did arrive today not a game soundtrack but nerdy and excellent and i figured you'd appreciate it the soundtrack to the dark crystal 
So good. And they did like uh it's so so good. Enjoy the ride records did like four different versions of it. One printed on black vinyl, one on purple vinyl, one on uh three suns vinyl, which is like orange, red, and yellow. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Is and that like, the one you got? No. Well, the most rare of all of them was the black version. They only made a hundred of those. The boring black? It's the black audiophile edition, but it, like, it's the most rare. They only made a hundred of them. So mine arrived today. I have record. and they're, they're Number hand, three. They're hand numbered. I have number two. Holy shit. So, second pressing? Second. Yeah, the second one they made. Wow. So I'm kind of... I, I, I figure that, like, whoever got number one probably, like, worked on it. Like, you know, like, whoever produced it probably kept, got to keep number one. number one. I would hope so, just for them. Um, number two. But if not, seriously, that's pretty fucking... I mean, because if that's the case, then I got... that one. Then I got the first that was available to consumers. And if not, two is still pretty close. I'm excited. It was, it was kind of cool. It was a nice little sort of, like, ooh. I know that officially the number doesn't mean anything. Except whenever I get, like, a really cool number that's, like, my age or, like, the last one or the first one one it's always kind of fun because so. you believe in science science yes numbers right numerology numbers make sense yeah you know do you have any uh graphic jam news or do we get to avoid the graphic jam um well is, is I... graphic moving smoothly you better hold on right there rob because oh. you just got stuck in a graphic jam screech crash <laughs> uh there's no news uh well there is a little bit <laughs> short-lived one <laughs> um the next volume of wicked and divine Oh shit! I still need to read that first one you loaned me. Yes, you do. But there's more. There's there's. I think I loaned you two of them. I but think it's just the know. first one. Well, I could be mistaken. Whatever. I'll have to look. It would be with the first one. Totally. So uh, the next volume, Wicked and Divine, comes out on January 10th, and it's called. Is uh, that three or four? What which which volume is it? It's volume. It's part two of the fourth volume. Oh my god! I'm yeah. It's so called um, Imperial Phase Part Two. And that's the one about like the sort of like uh, rock stars, like the immortal rock stars. They're gods. Gods. But they're like like rock gods. They're rock gods, but they're they kind of feed off of like social media presence. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's very, you know, it's very, these kids nowadays, they're all Instagram gods if they have over 100,000 followers. Well, speaking of that, I have some new stuff that actually kind of like feeds into that. Oh, wait. Oh, good. And then I just wanted to say that if anybody out there has any suggestions on anything they'd like me to read and to review, I will totally give them a shout out if it's good, and I'll totally give them a shout out if it's bad. So, any suggestions? Just send them my way. You can't lose. You can't lose. Well, so speaking of social media, you know, uh, people. Yes. Um, the news is fucking terrible right now. Yes. It's awful. And uh, Golf claps. just today, one of my least favorite people uh, in the world, I think. I don't know him personally, but Our I president. don't care for him. Uh, well, we'll get to him. Oh. Uh, Logan Paul. Do you know him? I think uh, he was a Vine star, and now he's like a YouTube celebrity. He has uh, a face you want to punch. And he has like <laughs> blonde hair that looks like he was wearing a bucket God, on I his head. Look at, what's his name? Logan Paul. Um, he was in Japan, or he is in Japan right now, and he went into a forest that is. Oh God, yeah, he looks like a douche. He's uh, he went to this forest in Japan that is very, very well known for being a very popular suicide location. Oh, the suicide forest. Yeah, yeah, and. He was doing a video there with his friends, and he actually shot video of 
a hanging man, like a man who hanged himself there and died. And then- Wait, like, what? Like actually in front of him? Not in front of him, but he was already there. Like they're walking through the forest and they, they're like, oh my God, do you see that? And they show, I guess they showed him. I didn't see the video. I don't want There's to. There's an actual man There was a man hanging the there. Forest. And he and his friends all started like kind of laughing and making jokes about it. It's really kind of weird. And um, after uh, he looks like an idiot. After several million views, I believe um, he took the video down after a huge amount of sort of scuttlebutt and wrote the weirdest, most self-serving and self-praising apology that was a non-apology. Ugh, he's the worst. He has a face you really want to punch. Totally. Um, and he wrote like the most like self-serving non-apology on Twitter. Um, and I don't think he's learned a damn thing. And it's kind of nice to see that the internet is straight up eating him alive because he just seems like a kind of shitty dude and like he just made a very 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 stupid choice to like air one man's suicide and kind of turn it into a gag almost it's really it's very sad um and like and something like twitter has been all all over him today uh and i think deservedly so but like one uh i mean and some tweets have actually been kind of funny but also very like it's it's I don't know if it's appropriate to make jokes about this this guy who died, but like one person actually made a really kind of I thought it was funny, and they were like, "Can you imagine actually killing yourself only to end up in a Logan Paul YouTube video?" Seriously, like so sad. Their response was, "I would kill myself again." Uh, oh like, my gosh, that's a little flippant, but like. Seriously, I, I can't even imagine if you are in the kind of pain to go and and kill yourself only to be ridiculed by some douche. It just sucks. So anyway, fuck him. And then also, uh, and it's funny. And then um, if it makes you feel any better, he is not going to age well. I can tell. One would hope. Uh, and then his. Uh, it's it's funny though because like at work we were talking about him and me and some coworkers were actually having a hard time figuring out who was who between him and his shitty brother. Oh. He has an obnoxious brother named Jake paul who is also a social media celebrity and, how uh I don't know. what do these people do well they make that's you, so interesting they make youtube like prank videos and his gotcha. brother jake is actually known and he was on the news i believe for uh like the local news here because he lives like four or five blocks from me i think and um wait is he on um his, sixth street uh i, I don't know if it's sixth he's on um harper i think and Wait, is he the one who had the, did all the graffiti? And then he's at Harper and Clinton, and like they're the ones where like they um like the the house is constantly like a big party, and so um the, all the neighbors hate him. He lives right next to my friend Isley, and she is like always telling me about this bullshit that keeps going on down the street. That's the brother of the douche who showed the dead guy today. They're both idiots. Yeah, they're quite the family. I really, it would be amazing. Are they from where? I'm, I'm guessing the sixth circle of hell. I don't know. <laughs> um, I really do kind of hope that this could be the end of the social media celebrity actually being a real celebrity kind of thing. But um, we all know dreams don't come true. Well, as long as these kids keep watching this dumb shit and then keep feeding upon it like vampires. Oh, yeah. Well, and I don't get it. Like, I think it's all like I I do follow some of them if 
they're interesting and like they do a sport that's I find cool or whatever or like they're a, like a pro skater who does really like even though they do stupid shit well, that's can, like a skill it's a skill uh the, which is why I follow them but even then it's like why do so many people follow these people well and like I I just yeah I mean the biggest problem is all I mean also now of course like he's done this like thing and like no one's saying nice things about him but the funny thing is though now he actually has people like me talking about him like I bet you my mom knows who he is now like like, if anything, his reach just extended. It's all bad attention. But I already like, forgot his name. Brody Joseph? Close enough. But if anything, a lot of these people, they don't, they can't distinguish between good and bad attention. It's just attention. That's all they want. And I don't know if this was an, in, like, I don't think, the thing is, I don't think this was him being like, oh, I know what I'll do, which will cause, like, a scandal, and I'll get, like, all this attention. He's I just do, a douche. I do think he wasn't thinking anything through. But the problem is, that's just how he lives his life. He doesn't think anything through, I don't think. And, like, well, I do that, find it. That's all of, like. All those, yeah, um, YouTube stars. Yeah. PewDiePie yeah, had the same shit happening. They're not cause... thinking th- stuff through at all. Well, and, like, also, Logan Paul, he was in, like, a... He's in an episode of Top Chef this season, even. And I'm just like, stop making him famous, you guys. And I love Top Chef. Does he cook? I don't know. Todd and I haven't watched the episode yet because I don't want to. But, like, we, we're going to have to eventually. But, like, I'm probably going to fast forward through him. I just cannot stand him. Huh. Well, like, whatever. I hope he doesn't steal attention away from people with actual talent. Because uh, I liked watching Top Chef because I like watching people who are better at something than me. Yeah. And, you know, and, like, better at a good thing, not better at just being terrible. Because I'm willing to admit I'm not perfect, but I'm not that terrible as that guy. I, same here, I am not perfect, but there are just some people, it's like, why do you find them interesting? Yeah. I don't get it. No, I hear you. Um, Yeah, and in more news that everything is terrible, uh, today our uh, shitty president was was, uh, sort of threatening nuclear war. So that's a thing. That's every day. Yeah, well, this is a new level of, like, shitty. Have you seen that tweet? He talks about, like, the oh. The Pakistan one? No, the one about the, his his nuclear button. And his button is bigger, and it works. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm hearing that, like, you know, North Korea, like, is threatening to press their nuclear button. He's like, well, I got a nuclear button, too, and mine's bigger, and it's better, and it works. It's just like, we get it. You got a tiny cock. Like, you don't have to brag about this. So, whatever. I hate him so much. Um, But, yeah, so that's uh more of news is terrible and then just to get this out of the way i have one last story about how i can't even i have one last story about how everything is awful then we can get into all my news is bad this week do you have any good news to redeem this i don't because all of the news right now about video games is just like the top games of 2017 all right well let's get into the bad other bad game news thing okay um oh i do actually have one thing is it good uh yes good let's save it for an uptick at the end here because this is going to be bad for a while because i got two more that are a little annoying okay or one sad and one's annoying uh so heads up everybody i'm full of good news uh are you familiar with getting are you familiar with the idea of getting swatted no is it like teabagged it is not uh it's much much worse um so uh part similar to like getting you know doxxed or like uh where the where people you know will give out your personal information online yeah equal on that same or not equal but like uh along the same lines of that sort of harassment um there was a thing where some people we were calling the police and saying that there was a hostage situation at someone's house and then those people would have their fucking door kicked in by like a SWAT team or like they would get arrested like in front of their families who's doing this kids like obnoxious trolls are calling the 
police. Oh my goodness. And telling them that there is like a thing. So what happens to the people when they trace the call? Well, hopefully something will happen on this one. Because a man in Kansas was swatted. Had a heart attack. No, he no, he was swatted. And uh, pretty much he opened his door to flashing lights in the police. And he was shot and killed quickly after. Uh, his wife and I believe his two kids were at home. So Why was he killed? Why'd I, they shoot at him? I don't know the full story. I, that's what I've read, though, is that Holy he was swatted and mother he was killed. freaking frack. And uh, they have made an arrest of a of somebody uh i believe in los angeles who they think was the one who called it in um because they was called and said there was a hostage situation at this man's house in kansas and he was swatted and then killed and um i be- like the the what i've read so far from articles um is that it had to do with like a sort of a feud or a beef kind of thing um over a game of call of duty shut the fuck up that's, that's some it- good news but that really sucks no it's 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 certainly you know juicy news but it's fucking sad and so um yeah wow like and i think uh i forgot who it was it might have been kotaku or polygon or destructoid they did like an article saying no one should ever have to die from video games and uh they're right and that was just sad so that's my last bit of sad news and now i have one bit of like oh god i hope this isn't really what we all think it is news and then we can get to your good news okay you're gonna save the day keep, here you keep going because i'm trying to find out i don't know what i did with it okay so well, keep going you keep looking yeah um are you familiar with the game Catherine? yes did you play it no okay it's about dreams. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. At times, yes. Um, and so Catherine, um, I really liked it. I played it on PS3 back in the day. Um, and uh, it's getting remastered for PlayStation 4 Ooh. and PlayStation Vita. Or it's like, not remastered. I thought that guy was kind of cute in his underwear. Vincent, yeah. Yeah. Um, voiced by Troy Baker. And <gasps> Of course. Um, Troy's so hot. He is, uh, so Catherine is getting uh, re-released with like a, with some additional content and they're kind of tweaking the game a little bit for, I believe, winter 2018. And it is coming to North America, so that's good. Um, the game is called Catherine Full Body. And um, the rumor is they're turning both Catherines much more aggressive and like they're, they're going to sort of up the ante on both of those Catherines. But they're oh. also, because it's about a man having to choose between his girlfriend or his dream crush no, a, a woman that he fantasizes over accidentally question mark i don't remember it's been a while uh, and another catherine that he sleeps with oh and like his i like it his relationship catherine is very much trying to like pin him down and like you know like have an adult relationship and marriage and kids and career and those things a lot and then, of things to think about and then as the, you get older the other catherine is like just sex and so it's this weird like fantasy versus what yeah yeah exactly like what yeah, you should fantasy versus reality what people feel you should how you should live your life versus like your fantasy versus the straight up like id just yeah answering your body and um they're adding a third Catherine to this new game. How- what does she stimulate? Well, however, in the trailer, um, there's a lot of concern that she might be trans. A- there's concern that she might be an extremely uh, insensitive portrayal of a trans character. Oh, well, yeah. why, why do they have this thought? Well, like- in, the, in the trailer, uh, there's a shot where it shows um, like basically her, mm-hmm. like it's implied that she's naked. It shows her from like the, the sort of uh, belly button down and his head is blocking where her crotch is mm-hmm. and then it shows the the reverse and he is his face looks freaked out 
And so it might just be suggesting that perhaps from the waist down, she's not what he thought. And so it seems like it could be a very insensitive portrayal of a trans character. It is, we don't know this for sure. We know nothing. Like the game is completely not out yet. It was just a teaser trailer. But I'm hoping, and even if that's where they were going, I hope that. I did hear a rumor from a reputable source that there could, that there is a game coming out with a major trans character. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Because obviously they couldn't tell me, but I know something big is coming out with a trans character. Well, hopefully it's not Catherine full body yeah. and it's actually a good portrayal of a trans character. I hope so. Because yeah, like the, this, I mean, like I, I'm excited about playing Catherine full body because I liked the previous one and I liked what it did, but I'm concerned that this could be you know, and I'm, I'm hoping that like the internet outrage is actually being heard a little bit on this one, and they're going to be sensitive if that's a thing they're going to do. However, I mean, the game's being it's the game is fiercely Japanese, and if they're kind of coming from a, uh, a different sort of angle, that could be a thing where maybe this sort of thing doesn't get fully heated. I don't know. The the th- problem I have with games like Japanese games that are different from American games is Japanese games tend to, especially with trans characters feast a lot on fantasy like especially for trans characters whereas like the u.s games will at least even though they don't always hit the mark they try to be more sensitive towards trans issues at least now in modern times but um the japanese just seem to keep going for like the the niche or the like even link in zelda Mm, mm -hmm. where he dressed in drag to get into an all girls like city Mm -hmm. all women's city well and and they just like those tropes well and also stick to it like it is it is a um it is a thing where i often find that like uh yeah i mean even just there are some very um regressive i guess not progressive you know um views that uh you know japan's still very traditional in a lot of ways um you know and it's not super open to a lot of new things like i know that like for example like uh there are a lot of um spas or i guess bathhouses not in a sexual way but like you know places where you can go and get like a really great sort of like steam and bath and all that sort of stuff like japanese baths are a thing Uh um i for example could not go to one of those because i have a tattoo oh and um i know that uh like tattoos are forbidden in those and um a lot of it is because uh japanese people like more people have tattoos now but like uh a lot of like especially in in polite company or whatever tattoos are often considered to be a sign that you are in a gang or part of the the yakuza and so it is a thing where like often tattoos are they they feel they speak to like i guess who you are as a person and you are clearly in some bad shit and so like there are some interesting like yet you know for being such a, a interesting culture where you see like a lot of like you know teenagers with crazy hair and like you know weird outfits and the whole gothic lolita thing and the harajuku girls like there's which all is these crazy because things. in all these traditional like a lot of like bruce lee movies he has a dragon tattoo all over him but yeah and he's a fucking badass but like he's not he's not the guy you take home to to meet mom but he can go to a fucking spa and chillax can he? I would think so. I don't know because I like I believe almost those like every spa is like a no. Really? I mean, maybe they got the bad boy spa. That sounds fun. I mean, that's the one I'd go to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's not that they would let me in either. Spa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, the new Catherine could be cool. Um. Because yeah, it's it's an interesting game because it makes you. I don't know. Like I think I might mentioned this before, like way early episode. Um. I played Catherine right after a breakup. 
and um, not especially a good breakup. And uh, the game was was cool because at the end of a, a lot of the puzzle levels, it makes you answer a question. And it's a question with a, this or that it is a binary answer. Okay. And to actually have to choose one of these, it affects your ending and it affects, you know, your story. And it made me sort of evaluate some stuff, which is cool because I just got out of this relationship and I was just getting used to being by myself again. And one like one question always sticks out and it is the what is easier to love or to be loved? Hmm. And I hadn't ever really thought about that. And I knew my answer immediately. Really? Yeah. What do you, like, what's your answer to that? What's easier to love someone or to, to be loved love by someone? Or to be loved. I almost feel like this needs to be a Twitter poll that we need to do. Yeah. But what? what's your I answer? I won't hold my breath for you putting up that Twitter poll. Uh, I don't know how to do a Twitter poll. Uh, what is your, what's your answer? Um, I mean, I would say it's easier to love. That was my answer too. I do not receive love well, like at all. I have no idea what to do with it. Um, I used to think I would, but like my relationship past has not been very, it's been a bumpy road. And the long, the more I date people and the more they disappoint, the harder it is for me to like receive that emotion or that, um, yeah, the way somebody in love with somebody would react is just not like, it's not how somebody should react is how I'm starting to feel. Yeah. Yeah. You get jaded after a while. And I try not to be. I try to be, yes, this will be great. But they always know how to really fuck something up, don't they? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's my, uh, anyway, so that was my, my stuff on, uh, on but it's hard for me to love too. I mean, like it goes both ways, honestly. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. So, and I just figured out how to do a Twitter poll and I just posted it. <gasps> Whoa. So don't hold your breath because you don't have to. How many days is it up? I put it up for seven. Okay. So go through this when we, well, it comes out today. Tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. It comes out today. <laughs> comes out today. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah. We've got 12 minutes left before we run out of tape on okay. this thing. So what's your good news? Please tell me you've got something good. Um, I'm just, it's really fast because I cannot find the article. But basically, um, tabletop gaming is making tons of money on those GoFundMes, even more so than um, video game GoFundMes. I submitted, a, I gave a ton of money to Dark Souls, the board game. And people like you have made, and I can't, the reason I'm looking for the article is because there was a certain game that last year in 2017 raised $126 million. That might have Dark Souls, the game. It wasn't Dark Souls. Okay, it was on. something else. But it's like the top sixth highest GoFundMe, or it, it wasn't, what's the other one? Crowdpleaser or GoFundMe or... Kickstarter. Kickstarter. It's the, the top Kickstarter, one of the top 10 Kickstarters ever. I'm like, wow, for a tabletop game. So I just thought that was really cool that people are so invested in these. Yeah. These games. I mean, board games were out for a while and now they're becoming like a big thing again. So I'm super into that. <laughs> and I love the little figures. Especially <laughs> like Labyrinth. Labyrinth is such a good game. Did you that ever was play fun. it? I played it with you. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that night. night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's right. Yup. Uh-huh. That night. So, yeah. Um, do you have a crush of the week? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Uh, mine is Aya from uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, yeah. I've done Bayek. Now I'm doing his wife. Very nice. Because she is 
Awesome. Uh, and um, she reminds me a lot of... Fuck, I just looked up her name. Um, I think her name is uh, Alaria Sand. She was the Red Viper's uh, girlfriend, and she's the mother of the three sand snakes. Oh, from Game of Thrones? Yes. Did I... Yeah. Alaria Sand, that's her name. Yeah. She reminds me a lot of her. And um, yeah, Aya is just a badass lady. And um, every time she was on screen in Assassin's Creed, she stole the show. Like, Sweet. Yeah, she's got a good look about her. And she's a strong, awesome lady. And um, yeah, I would love to see more of, of her character. So I can't wait to play Origins because we have it. I haven't you played. gotta do it. But so we can I, talk about it. I'm still on Shadow of War. I don't know how. Yeah. If, yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to finish that one. All right, so who you got? Um, somebody we already talked about in past podcast, Fergus Reed. Fergus! Yeah, from Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, The New Order, and The New Colossus, if you save him. And he was funny. He's in funny. New Colossus. And he's so cute. Just the, the arm. And the I'm the sure arm. that mechanical arm can do more than just slap me around. Whoa. Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure it can. <laughs> Things got a mind of its own. Plus, I like a, a redhead. Oh. Yeah. Did you know he's 53? I would believe that. That doesn't surprise me at all. He looks a little older. He's got a good body. The girl, though, that he's after in the game. She's so matronly. I just did not see the attraction to her. I forgot who he's after in that. She's the um the mechanic with the short bob. Oh yeah. I yeah. I didn't understand that. Cuz I was like, "Oh, he's hot." And then I saw like when he gives the love note to her. Did you do that? Give her the love note? I don't remember. And I was like, "This is the woman he's been pining over." Ew. It takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. Don't judge his love. I'm sorry. I mean, I get that you're jealous, but don't I'm judge a his love. Jealous and angry. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Yeah. So. Hi. What? So was <laughs> so that was the first podcast of the new year. We did it. We've almost made a full year of except for that two months we took off. But it's still going. Well, yeah. No, we are still. It's still happening. We're about to hit a calendar year. Yeah, it still counts. Yeah, it's Ooh. not a full year we went through but we've been on for a full year when was our first episode february i thought it was february like the first week in february i think damn like how did that happen i don't know life is strange like seriously we yeah i'm just going back holy shit january 30th was our first podcast was when the first one came out (laughs) this is our anniversary month that's so crazy wow are we going to get to say happy anniversary to each other? I think we will get to. Should we have like a cupcake? Yeah, yeah no, probably not. Maybe a donut. Yeah. Or a cookie. Ooh, like a chocolate chip cookie. See, I like oatmeal raisin. Okay, whoa. You, <laughs> you, you like a cookie with a raisin in it? <laughs> yeah, I love oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh my, like, it's so funny because like, I also know that your favorite candy is Werther's Original. Like, you <laughs> might be a grandmother. <laughs> I, I mean, and that comes from a place of love. I'm just saying you might be a grandmother. Do you want to know what my second favorite cookie is? Is it does it involve knitting? <laughs> like a cookie that somehow involves knitting? Practically. Peanut butter. I like peanut butter cookies. Okay. Especially when they're soft, not yes. crunchy. But I like both, but the uh, soft centered. I like most things that are peanut butter. And though. guess what's one of my least favorite cookies? Uh, like a snickerdoodle? Chocolate chip. Okay, you're crazy. That's it. That's <laughs> it. This episode is over. That's it. Like shut it down well you can 
follow me if you want to. Which, why would you? With the, <laughs> she hates chocolate chip cookies. At Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or Satine on Twitch. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter, or at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can write us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. And we have new episodes every Wednesday. Seriously, it's actually happening again. We're magic. For reals. We mean it this time. We mean it. Um, and would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play? I do like a Heath Bar cookie. That's And that toffee. usually has chocolate in it, too. But that, that doesn't totally count. I just don't like the taste of like, like the semi-sweet chocolate. Oh my! Well, I love like dark chocolate, and I, I hate like, dark chocolate. Yeah, I like a, uh, I like a, a pretty bitter, like a bitter chocolate. Cho- I cannot. Yeah. I think the darkest I've Which ever gone. Which is crazy because I like coffee, and coffee's yeah. bitter. Because I think the darkest I've ever gone is a ninety. 90- three percent dark which honestly was nearly inedible um but like i love a good like 86 87 it's oh it's It's still the bean at that point it's so good it's like just crushed beans my mom always for christmas gets or rather i don't know i don't know who does it could be santa Um, (laughs) i always end up getting some sort of candy in my stocking and usually it is a terry dark chocolate orange okay yeah i love those those Um, are and, like, if I have to do Terry milk chocolate, it has to be either the raspberry one or the lime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love a dark chocolate orange. Uh, but, like, this year I got a bag of dark chocolate Hershey Kisses. Mm, which gross. I'm kind of okay with. I might just get a bowl at work for people to come and take them because I do not want to do that to my body. But um, it is appreciated. And at least uh, whoever got this for me, they know what I like. They know yeah. I like it uh, dark and bitter. Uh, that's great. But... <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat dark chocolate only if I'm having coffee because it makes it mm. taste sweeter. Mm. Dark chocolate's good for you, too. It's almost like a vegetable. I know it's good for you, but I don't like it. It's so bitter. Ugh. Yuckies. Yeah, so am I. But, like, you know, you put up with me. I do. I love you. So maybe <laughs> I'll learn to love dark chocolate, too. Probably so, not, though. Probably not. All right. And... Chowsies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.